0: Hello and welcome to Shake It Not Noob, the podcast that is 50% supportive of watching Married at First Sight and 50% supportive of shoving sharp pointy things into our ocular cavities. I am your vision impaired host, Fuzzy Dan, and joining me as always is a man who knows exactly what the deal is with Samantha, why Bryce leaves the show forever every week, and can tell you why Melissa just won't listen to Reason. It's Mr. Doody Dutram. How are we, sir? It's interesting that you know their names, Fuzzy. (laughs) (laughs) I did a quick uh, Twitter search, and uh, our good friends from uh, the lovely state of New South Wales, uh, Gidget Von LaRue and her partner, Colonel Kickfist. Uh, have definitely got. Uh, sorry, Colonel kind of Kickhead. Sorry, different body part. Uh, they are avid maths watchers and they provide nightly updates on maths. I have no idea what any of that shit just meant, but apparently it was quite funny. So, um, yes, there you go. Oh, well, uh, I don't believe you. It's like how Ollie says he hasn't seen cats. <laughs> oh, I look- don't believe you. <laughs> I do not watch terrestrial television. I will I will state it loud and proud. I do not watch it anymore. I've not watched a single... I'm still surprised. I'm just shockingly surprised every time I hear it that Neighbours is still around. So, you know, I just don't know what's happening. But apparently MAPS is big. It's all happening. Are you excited about
1: watching it? Yeah, me and Mon get shit-faced and we yell at the screen. It's it's the only, uh, <laughs> the only romantic time we have during the week because the rest of the time it's me telling people to go kill themselves in video games. <laughs> <laughs> but at least here you can tell these people to go kill themselves
0: together as a family as you should <laughs> jesus what a loving relationship shitting on the relationships of others um there we go so yes all of, if you need maths updates please tweet at duty dutrim um, because he is all over that shit
1: i'm trying to get ian signed up to next year's season
0: Good Lord, I saw some. there was something on Facebook They were looking, there was a call out for like, maths, you know, sign up and get married. I think Ian would be perfect for it. 100%. Ian the Huge Footlong Johnson, um, and yes, I would love to see, I, I would actually watch that fucking television show if he was on it. Oh yeah, it'd be great. Putting it out there, Ian, just saying, you know, good content. There's no such thing as bad content. Well, there is, but, you know, just just go. Just go on the show, please. Please! <laughs> uh, look, let's get straight into it and talk about the things that we're really here to talk about. video Games. It's yes. all about the video Games. And the most exciting one that I think uh, has happened in the last few weeks uh, is a game coming through from Skyhook Games. Um, I'm not sure if you know who they are, but they do a lot of very fun simulators. They are bringing to us... It's... The first time for everything, uh, Lawn Mowing Simulator. Um, I just... I I have no idea how to describe this. But basically, if you have a fantasy about riding right on lawnmowers and mowing grass, believe it or not, Skyhook Games has the game for you.
1: (laughs) I want to go on the lawn simulator, but when I ask you to do lawn work at home...
0: Yes, they do. Uh, I believe they do the train simulator games. They, oh, uh, yep. yeah? Um, I think they may have been involved in the farm work simulator. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but I know they do the train ones at least. Uh, and now you can mow your lawns in style with Lawn Mowing Simulator. <laughs> Is there a worse
1: simulator game, Mr. Dirty Um, Proctology Simulator. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, plumbing Simulator um, I mean, I, I feel like these are things
0: that... Like, I've seen... Oh, okay So it's not exactly a video game itself But it is a video game-based kind of thing That proctologists use... To actually learn things, it's like a fake rubber ass with a hole in it. <laughs> you stick your fingers in it. as a literally. It's called a, a flashlight. Fuzzy. <laughs> that's the control. I using a flashlight as a controller. That's what that is. Uh, but yes, this is complete. This has to be the
1: worst, most low-balling fucking simulator I've ever heard in my entire and life. You know what? It's I, not. I, if, if if they are listening, or if someone is listening, I will play. <laughs> and do a fucking <laughs> video on your game motherfucker it's it look i i i when what was it fucking farm simulator came out i'm like this is going to suck but there's yep. nothing better than mowing it'd be the same thing as when you like you're harvesting wheat you have that overall sense of satisfaction plus it gives training for when you have your own lawn to mow Yes. Well,
0: there you go. But what if you... I mean, it also gives hope to those people who have never seen lawn before that, yes, it does exist, um, if only digitally. Um, It's got options to fill up the fuel if your lawnmower runs out of fuel. That's cool. That's Uh, cool. It's so fucking stupid. Anyway. I love that they've made this game just for the simple fact that it's weird and wonderful and, you know, I, I, I love that they've done it. It seems odd that they haven't gone for the remainder of the yard work. It is literally just lawn mowing. Um, but, you know, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. So if you need lawn cut at a very specific length on a very fancy ride-on lawn mower, this is the game you need in your life. Um <laughs> It's amazing. Uh, check out Skyhook Games. Uh, they are on Twitter and on the internet under skyhawkgames.com for all of your lawn simulation needs. <laughs> wow. Jesus. How do you follow that up? Well, you follow it up with the uh, the news that the Call of Duty mobile uh, developer made how many dollars last year, Dirty? Just think about it. Call of Duty mobile.
1: Uh, uh, this is 450, 2020. 450000
0: no, up. You are low, sir. Very, $2.1 million. Very, 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 very low. Fuck, it made more than that. It made a lot more than that. Last year, <laughs> holy shit, uh, the, the year of our Lord 2020, when all else was going to shit, Call of Duty Mobile made $10 billion, that's billion with a B, in revenue. Fuck
1: holy a duck, man. Holy moly. <laughs> Nah, what is going that. on? That's 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 fraud. That's lying to investors. You didn't you, I I feel like Call of Duty as a whole probably made 10 billion on all platforms, but not yep. just mobile.
0: That is crazy. So it may have been oh, look Dave said that that's the developer of them uh, specifically, so it may have been all of their other things combined in there as well. There may have been other avenues for for money coming through. Um, but yeah, they they made a lot of money. That's ridiculous. It's too much money. Give it back. Too much money. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what 2020 is like. It's a year of complete shit. Um, yes. Now, speaking of things that are complete shit, Doom 3 VR. Um, it was a game that I had been <laughs> provided uh, for to play and check out in the VR environment and do some reviews on. And as of today, two weeks after I received the code, I've still not been able to play it on my PS5. Um.
1: <laughs> yes, and, and and I just want to say, the code was not provided by Bethesda. Our friends at Bethesda don't kill Fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, don't, no, this was provided via other
0: avenues. Um, they, I have gone backwards and forwards. I, we are now up to here. We go. Let me count: twenty-two emails. Oh, no, wait, 23, 24 emails, sorry. Um, As of four hours ago, um, where they've told me the latest instructions are to uh, ensure that my PS5 is is not in the US or other non-EU region. They've told me to update my firmware and delete and reinstall the game. All of which I have done, all of which still have not been able to correct the problem of this game. So if you've been lucky enough to play it, please tell us what you think. I've heard very average reviews so far. Uh, <laughs> it's just hilarious that I've not
1: been able to make it work. I'm very um, interested because, uh, when you reached out, went saying, you know, Oh, I've got doom three to play on VR. It's going to be great. Uh, you know, as we do just, you know, casually chatting shit. It was while I was playing, uh, the ancient gods part two, you yeah. were under the premise thinking it was doom eternal in VR when in fact it is, it is the horror game doom three. Yeah, um, from the man who does not play any horror game at all. Uh, I- I like stuff Doom fluffy games. VR.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I like, you know, nice cuddly games
1: where everyone has a good time and enjoys themselves. I feel like you need to live stream you playing that game. <laughs> I, I feel like that's where that needs to go when it works. On Facebook Live or Twitch or something. Because it would be fucking hilarious.
0: Yes, well, if I don't shit myself beforehand, that may happen. Um, yes, yeah, so yes, I'm... I'm, I'm interested to see what's happened i've heard some very average reviews about how it's come across um it's a some people saying it's a faithful port while not really doing anything, so they haven't really done much to it. Um, it doesn't work with um, your with standard move controllers. Uh, it does work on the aim controller, which is very hard to find. So the aim controller duty. I'm not sure if you've seen this. It's one that they was made for PSVR, and it's essentially like a newfangled kind of gun. Oh so yeah, yep, the
1: white, yeah. the white looking gun thing.
0: That's right, yeah. It looks looks quite fun. Really fucking hard to find, though. So there's not a lot of retailers that still stock it um, because there's not a lot of games that actually support it. So, yeah, I think they hoped for a lot
1: better than they actually got with this one. It's interesting that you can't use the standard uh, Move VR controllers on it then.
0: Yeah, it's I, I mean, they're pretty much the same thing, right? They're pretty much the exact same idea, but... Yeah, that's fine. Um, So, yes, it doesn't... uh, apparently they have issues with the PS5 controllers as well. So, the preference, if you are playing this game, even though it should be playable on the PS5, is to play it on a PS4, with the PS4 controller, or the AIM controller. So, yeah, very, very interesting times for the Doom 3 VR. Um, Some, perhaps, some teething issues. Uh, coming across, uh, but yes, when we when I do eventually get round to playing it, I will be reviewing it, and I will tell you exactly how much effluent is remaining in my house. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of effluent, Pac Man ninety nine. <laughs> this uh, I can't believe that this is this is a real thing. It is a real thing. Uh, so in the wake of the death of Mario thirty five. Uh, where you could play 35 Marios all at the same time. Uh, comes Pac-Man 99 where you can play up to 99 people playing Pac-Man. Um, now the idea with this, it's competitive pac manning Basically uh, you collect ghosts and if you uh, you collect the the little blips and then if you eat a ghost at one point, those ghosts go over to another person's screen. So they act as additional ghosts on those screens. Um, There's all sorts of power-ups and things that you can do to either speed up your Pac-Man or uh, do other things that basically put off your opponents. Um, You can, like, multi-ghost them as well. There's, like, multi-ghost options to send across to, like, just absolutely annihilate people. You can even pick on the people, like, you know how they had, um, like, a Mario Kart, how you've got the, the blue shell, right? You can go straight forward, it goes and kills the guy in first place. Yeah. Well, this one picks on the people that are in last place, and it basically dumps all of the bad things onto them so that they what die a quicker. What a dick. Yep. <laughs> uh, so the idea is essentially to be the last Pac-Man alive, um, and, yeah, basically you just keep playing Pac-Man until everybody else is dead. It's interesting. So, yes, that is now available, I believe, on um, the Nintendo Switch. If you've got Nintendo Switch online, it comes for free. Um, if you do not have Nintendo Switch online, I believe you can still purchase it, um, but you need the online function to actually play it properly. Um, it's It looks full on. <laughs>
1: um, it's, it's a battle royale. They got rid of Mario 35 for this. For yep. Pac-Man, um, for Pac-Man. I would think Pac-Man would die so Mario could live, not the other way around. But, look, fair enough, that's the direction they want to go.
0: Look, it just seems odd that they would, you know, change, like, where resources are going. Like, just Mario is the thing that makes you go, uh, go back to Nintendo. You don't go to Nintendo to play fucking Pac-Man. But some people might. We will see. Uh, time will tell the tale of this one, um, of whether or not it is another success, Or a complete Anthem. Uh, Speaking of games that are no longer complete Anthems... Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yes. Um, We've seen... I'm not sure if you've seen some of the video footage that they've had of this recently... uh, But there have been some in-depth walkthroughs... And side-by-side comparisons of the Legendary Edition to the original editions
1: come through. Mm -hmm. And wow, it looks good. I mean, I, I enjoyed playing Mass Effect 1 to 3... Will I go back and replay Mass Effect One to Three? Probably not. It's sort of <laughs> like, it's 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 like um the Wolf of Wall Street. You watch it once, it's fucking fantastic. Are you going to watch it again? Probably not. Um, and you only go back for the scenes with Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Um, <laughs> but it's it's it is a it is a fantastic game for people who haven't played it. For me, it's it's one of those series that look yeah I'd probably replay it for a couple of hours and then you know. Resident Evil will come out or something else will come out and I'll be like, alright, cool, I have to put this down, I'll get back to it later and then you just forget about it because that game, it's like a 20 to 30 hour game each game and that's yeah. 90 hours oh. for all three games, man. If if that, mate, like you could keep
0: going. They, they have a lot of content in those games so you could continue to play that conceivably for uh, much, much longer. Um, there are some really good updates though with these ones and I think it, it does... It does bode well for how replayable this will be. Like, there's a, a very amazing story. The, um, I suppose the, 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 the option trees that you could potentially go down will be all different. So every time you answer a question, it leads you down a different pathway to a different result potentially for the game. So I always like those, uh, those types of options. That's pretty cool. Um, but they have made some significant graphic, uh, graphical improvements on the first two games at least um which is pretty amazing um the elevators now everyone's you know everyone pisses and moans about the elevators in these games and how long they take have been significantly shortened um so they use the elevators as a way of loading levels um we're talking a third of the time to get between levels so yeah a lot of work has been done to make this game much more playable
1: than it was in the past yeah, Mass Effect One had a really good story. I think Mass Effect Two, I I it wasn't Mass Effect Two wasn't Mass Effect Mass Effect Two. I thought was better than than one. But like, I, they probably won't be able to do it now unless you like plug your headset in or you're playing with a headset. But the voice controls on Mass yeah. Effect Three were fucking sick. Like it yeah. was this, it was the only good thing about the original Connect. Where I could just turn around and go like Garrus incendiary rounds, and he'd be like incendiary rounds Shepard, and I'm like Fuck yeah, that's cool. <laughs> oh look, there's
0: there seems uh, look there's a lot of really cool stuff. I think they've they've streamlined some of the controls from the earlier games, but haven't changed them entirely. So the systems sort of remain the same. So if you want to go back and you know uh, play those certain certain games because you liked the style of the game, that's fine. Yeah. That's still in there, but they're not completely overhauling it, which I thought was an odd choice. I thought they would have maybe gone to say, hey, look. Yeah, you know, we liked what we did in one, but the the controls were better. It were the best in you know either two or three. Let's do that for the whole thing. So it would have been nice to see that. But look, they have done a lot of work. Um, the rover that you drive around in has seems to have been improved a lot. Um, I think a lot of it's going to be just the the graphical overlays, though, making things look a lot better. Um, Yeah, it just looks chalk and cheese. It looks like a completely different game, which is great. Yeah, Um, yeah. You can also play through... um, I know um, they had options or characters had options to play as Fem Shep in uh, Mass Effect 3. That is now playable right from the start. So if you uh, prefer your character as a lady, you can do that uh, from that time. And I think we're getting this one... um, It's coming through mid-May. So we're about a month away uh, from getting this released. I am very excited uh to be playing this i think it's going to be super super cool well we know what you're going to be doing for your next six months in <laughs> yeah pretty much just lock it away well i i mean because i still can't play cyberpunk because we're still not getting updates holy shit have you been uh following what's going on with cyberpunk lately no no not really you've completely it, and it's all gone by the wayside well look they um they have returned i believe to the uh, playstation store Mm -hmm. Uh, there is a massive discounted price on uh, cyberpunk at the moment i think it's about half of what it was before so if you're buying it um at you know sort of 60 or 70 dollars it's now around about 30 um so (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh it's pretty bad um they've done i believe they're updated to version 1.2 um and at this point in time the game is pretty much still unplayable on playstation 5 so uh until that comes through with its next
1: gen updates uh yeah no yeah no you know, well, well, uh, you'll have to wait till the some point this year, potentially next year, for Fuzzy's review on Cyberpunk. <laughs> That's the worst part. I played like 20, 30 hours of this game. I put
0: in it, and at this stage, it's a fucking two. Um, but yeah, this game, like they, they kept uh, saying, yeah, we're going to make some updates. Some major updates are coming. They've done uh, two major releases, which is the the one point two at this point. They've done other bunch of bug releases. Apparently, one point two was basically just ironing out the bugs that they released in one point one. And they just they just keep getting delayed. They push back their time frames for when it's actually going to get fixed. So yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm not holding my breath on that one, duty. Let's just put it that way.
1: I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll wait because I think games as a service games they, they generally start out pretty poor and then they tend to get better from there. Not this poorly.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I think of games that have started poorly and you know went even worse. Well, I mean, you yeah, know, Anthem obviously started poorly and and went down the toilet. Um, Fallout seventy six obviously started poorly and obvious and improved. By all accounts, um, still not my cup of tea, but apparently that's that's a lot of fun to play. So I, it's, it's kind of almost in that boat. I, I think it's in the boat or in the ballpark of Anthem slash Fallout 76. So where it ends up, who knows?
1: Yeah, fair enough, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yes, that's it
1: for my news for this week. Duty. did you have any news you wanted to discuss? Um, there's nothing coming off off the top of my head. Um, <clears throat> I think upcoming releases that we can get excited for is Resident Evil shit, 8 Village. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Very exciting for that one. Uh, oh, I'll try and get two codes, Fuzzy, so then you can play that. You can play
0: 100% that I'm going... Look, again, are you trying to make me shit myself? That's, I, I feel like that's the, the, the name of this game here. See how much... Fuzzy will shit himself playing it.
1: I, I, think, I think it's a, it's got to be a thing. Like, we've been doing the show for, for well, the nerd show, or noob show, uh, for uh, two, nearly going on three years at the end of this year, and you haven't done a single horror game. we got to get you on a horror game. Just oh, one. good lord. Just, just one.
0: Good God. Um, okay. If, if it comes through, I will play it. This is the one with the, uh, with the giant woman, isn't it? The giant vampire yeah. lady. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Yep, that's a thing. Um, It's uh, (laughs) yeah. Well, if it it comes through, that'll be great. Um, There is also a game I'm very excited to be playing. um, The Oddworld, uh, the latest in the Oddworld saga. Um, It's I think it's called Soulstorm. Is that the one?
1: Uh, I don't know. The last Oddworld game I played was original PlayStation One.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so if you've played uh, Abe's Odyssey or anything, uh, any of those types of games, they are pretty amazing as a series. Um, yeah, Odd World Soulstorm uh, came out this week. Um, it is free on the PS Plus uh, store. If you've got uh, PS Plus, you can download that for free. Um, but I'm very much keen to be playing that this weekend and uh, getting through everything. That should be a lot of fun. You just I, I just love making them fart and everyone giggling. It's great. Very <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tell me that's not funny. Like everything about that fart's game Fart's always fun. funny. It yeah. doesn't it
1: does it doesn't matter the situation. I think farts always funny. Absolutely.
0: I keep telling my wife that she doesn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps telling me we're gonna get kicked out of the restaurant. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we have a sponsor duty and they are culture shock collectibles.
1: What do they do? Of course they sell anything and everything collectibles. Um, which you know, it's it's my it's my the bane of my wife's existence. Um, more the bane? Uh, the did you ones, say bane? <laughs> did you say blob? Um, <laughs> the more recent uh, releases is the Iron Man whatever the fuck Mark is because he's got a thousand and one Mark armors, but the one from Endgame, the one he has when he dies. Um, okay, now if you
0: know your Roman numerals, it's uh, Mark L X X X V. So whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> Yeah, knock yourself out. I think out. that might be eighty five. Wait, yeah. L is fifty. X is
1: yeah, eighty five. There you go. Mark eighty five. Right. So yeah, Mark eighty five. <laughs> um that hot toy is now available in stock and it is a die cast one, so that motherfucker is all made out of metal. Um Good they're lot. pretty hefty figures as well, so it's it's they're pretty cool. So if you're if you're only after like one hot toy and you yeah. you like and you love Iron Man, get yourself a die cast. Um, The Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, Hot Toy Double Pack is available for pre-order. It comes with a Black Suit Superman and a Nightmare Batman. Um, There is the Boba Fett from The Mandalorian that's up for pre-order that I uh, as well have pre-ordered for myself. Um, Coming up will be the Batman Begins uh, Hot Toy and the Batman Begins Batmobile um, up for pre-orders. And that's like a thousand bucks for the Batmobile. Good gravy! 400 and something bucks for Batman. Um but of course you can put Batman in his Batmobile. Um Yeah, <laughs> oh, they're, did, they're, you the, cool uh, did you see the uh Did you see the Super Shredder from uh, Secret of the Ooze? I did. I did. Oh, looks pretty cool. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't own any of those old-school Ninja Turtle remake toys.
0: Yeah, it's, it's all right. <laughs> um I did like one of my favorite ones I saw uh that he had up in the Michael had up on the store recently um was the Predator from Predator 2 um it had like uh, it has an option to have the arm chopped off and like green bits all over it so it's it's officially battle damaged uh which was pretty cool i liked that
1: yeah it's got the the ripped off arm and the rebreather and stuff like that
0: yeah it's pretty cool it doesn't have uh Danny Glover though which is very disappointing uh, <laughs> i mean if you're going to have a predator with a ripped off arm you got to have
1: Danny Glover in there I don't know if there ever has been a Predator 2. Because it's done by Necker, I think. I don't think there's ever been a, a Danny Glover one. If so, he should come with that old school muskety pistol that he gets. Oh, a yeah. A buckload of dirt all over him from running through walls. and. Doesn't
0: he have like a. He's got like a giant, like, J.D. Harry gun with like a, a, a massive laser pointer on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's very, so it's very reminiscent stupid. of
1: Terminator 1. That <laughs> um, that you know, 1911 pistol that he has with the giant uh, laser cider pointing on it. Oh, it's um, so
0: stupid. There's no it's- way you're gonna put that up to your fucking eye.
1: <laughs> no, where the dot where the laser goes, it goes bang. Yeah,
0: but it's got like the big sight on it as well, like the hunting rifle sight on the top. It's so stupid. It is, oh,
1: yeah, it does.
0: Yeah, like, there's no way you're putting that up to that eye. Oh, you were putting that gun through your head when it kicks back. Anyway, uh, <laughs> beside the point, you can check out all of these hot toys and more, except for the Danny Glover hot toy, which is very disappointing it's not here. Um, at com. they've even got a gargoyle. <gasps> my god they've got yeah, gargoyles are coming back yeah baby Gar- gargoyles never left us they are always been there they're, they're I think they're on uh, Disney plus I think gargoyles is on Disney plus such an amazing show watch it watch it watch it um it's got uh Will, it's got fucking Commander Riker from Star Trek in there um yeah it's pretty cool as xanatos is it better than
1: godzilla vs kong because that's the last thing i watched and it was pretty meh
0: look let's not start a fight right now culture (laughs) collectibles.com for all of your nerdy collectible needs duty let's talk about our games that that we're reviewing this week let's start with your one that uh, you reviewed on your own the new rainbow six siege dlc believe it or not it's another week it's another bunch of dlc for siege
1: Yes, uh, thank you to Ubisoft Australia for uh, providing me the, the the relevant codes and currency to get this. But this is the the first uh, release for the years fuck uh, year six of uh, Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> um, yeah, because last last year was year five. Um, so previously, what they would do for uh, previous Rainbow Six Siege deals is they would have a season pass that would be like sixty bucks. Um, and that would unlock the operator a week early so you could use them before it releases to public where people can use them with you know, in-game currency that they can earn and shit like that. Yep. Um, and yet they would have one updated map. What they're doing this year and this time around is they're doing more of the uh, Fortnite, Call of Duty, whatever, the Battle Pass system um, where you, know, you level up the Battle Pass system and you, you'll unlock things. And to unlock the new operator... There are two ways to do it. You can get the standard battle pass. You start at level one. You get the new operator, and you just unlock skins and shit as you level up, which for, sure. for a variety of characters. Um, and that is fourteen dollars to unlock the the battle pass at level one with the new character. Okay. For thirty dollars, you unlock the battle pass. You immediately skip to level twelve. So you you know you get yourself a couple of goodies along the way. Um, basically the same thing. It just gives you, you know, like weapon skins and you know uh, loot boxes and all that sort of stuff like that as well. Um, so that, that's what they're doing this time around instead of the, the season pass. The new operator is called Flores. He is a attacker operator who's a two-speed, two armor, and his, uh, his his gadget, his shtick is um, he has explosive drones um so for those of you who haven't played rainbow six siege the the round starts with attacking and defenders the attackers send in drones to just scope out the area you know what defenders are we facing up against what room do we need to get the hostage from or capture and hold or where's the bomb whatever it might be yeah um, and you, you use the drone for as much information as possible uh, and then um, you will start with a normal drone but flores's ability is this big sort of um it's a little reminiscent of those like old school RC toys. Imagine that RC car from like Terminator Two that little Di- you know little Miles Dyson is driving around in his house. Um, <laughs> but it's it's a you know a military style sort of style drone. It's very reminiscent, I would say. Um, it's a very loud drone. It is a bulletproof drone, and it has a basically a C four strapped to the back of it. Good gravy. Um, okay. What seems a bit op. It's actually got a bit of weaknesses to it. So the drone has to be th- put by, uh, placed on the ground. You can't normally throw drones like you can with most operators. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to place it on the ground. It can only move forward. So it, can't, it doesn't have like a reverse gear to slide back. It can't slide left and right like other drones. Um, and it can't stop in place. It constantly keeps moving until you activate the explosive. Um, the drone is not bulletproof when the explosive is not armed. So when you're roaming around looking for wherever it is to blow up, it can just be shot and destroyed. Uh, After you deploy it, after 10 seconds after you deploy it, it automatically goes into explosive mode and blows up. So if you are too far away from the room that you need to infiltrate into, or you're going, oh, I'll just deploy the drone outside and then weave it in through the house and find them somewhere, it'll just blow up in a random room. Uh, It can kill anyone, so it can kill the hostage, it can kill enemies, it can kill allies. Um, And when it activates, it makes a really loud noise and it is three seconds before it explodes, allowing defenders to a listen for the noise, b they get a heads up on their HUD being like "there's a bomb under you," and c to run away. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he is what at first seemed to be a bit over the overpowered over the top, sure. um, but then he's he's very easy to sort of get around, especially if you've got the relevant defenders to get rid of him. Um, there's multiple there's, there's a bit of footage for anyone interested to see what his gameplay looks like as well um, from a defender point of view. If you hear sort of the the RC noise like this loud RC noise and then like a a flashing sort of siren then you're like yeah there's a drone you know there's an explosive drone you know get away from everything he's quite good at doing things like getting rid of um, deployable shields that are used to generally like block off a doorway Um, he's also good at um, getting rid of any uh, barbed wire or any uh, defender gadgets that they put down like floor traps or fucking explosives or something he can he can clear a little entry point if it's a doorway that's blocked up with something Um, he's quite good with that one of the new gadgets that a lot of operators get, not everyone gets, but a lot get, um, is a new sidearm called the Gone Six. It is a one shot, single round weapon of an explosive round. Um, and, it's, and it's used to get rid of reinf- uh, bulletproof items, like a reinforced shield. Some of the Defender's gadgets are uh, bulletproof, um, sort of uh, slowing down gadgets, like Malusi and shit like that. The problem is if you pick that weapon, it gets rid of your sidearm. So if you're on a firefight and you need to reload, the only other weapon you have is the gone six. And if you've used that shot, you you basically, you need to reload. I kind um, of so like it's, that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit of a catch 22. It's like, all right, cool. Well, you can you can blow up a fucking reinforce, you know, uh, a castle reinforcement easily. No problem. But it's like, you don't have a sidearm and you've used that shot now, which means if you're caught getting shot at and you need to reload, you need to reload or get the fuck out of there. Mm. They're your only options. You can't just swap to your sidearm.
0: Um, I kind of like that. It's very much like, um, uh, like, what is it, the Golden Gun um,
1: from 64 from GoldenEye? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very much like that. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's. I don't really think that the Gone 6 is uh, anti-infantry. It's mm. generally anti-gadgets and shit like that to sort of, sure. again, clear out um, you know, laneways to get through. Um, but I honestly haven't had a chance to fire the Gone 6 because if I've got an operator who's got it equipped, I'm like... All right. Make sure you're constantly reloaded. You know, you're not running around with half a clip or something like that. Um, there was a, a current. I don't know if the the event is still going, but they they have this event every sort of April um, where it is you're playing as toy soldiers and you're playing in a kid's bedroom and it's like a kid playing <laughs> with toy soldiers. So like you know, you're playing as you know a green army man and all that sort of shit like that. Um, the events that Siege do these free fun events are really good fun. Um, the problem is with these new DLC drops and with any events that Siege do is it just inundates the entire game of Smurfs to the point where it just doesn't become fun. Yeah. Um, you, you, you'll immediately start the game and then immediately just get shot from someone on your team trying to be funny. Who is, you know, the entire enemy team is their friends or uh, okay. it's, or it's, you know, you know, someone's looking at a obscure window from the other side of the map and they just, you know, make a random shot and they get you. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, it's 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 fun DLC. I still enjoy what they're doing with Siege. They're keeping it alive. They're keeping it fresh. Um, yeah, there's, uh, it's it's crazy that they're still continuing it.
0: It's such a such an amazing legacy for this game to be going for that long.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and it's it's one of the the only the fair few PVP games that I enjoy. Where I generally love PVE. I prefer shooting bots to people. Um, but the the sense of satisfaction and and fucking just reward from killing someone and getting a decent sort of you know, skill required kill is just fucking great. Especially if you kill someone with the uh, with the uh, with Flores's explosive drone, and you see the kill counter come up, being like, "Yeah, you got someone with the drone." You're like, "Fuck yeah!" Um, that's really good. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. Um, they uh, they were going to implement some interesting changes into the game, such as that attackers can change their selected operators after the drone phase. So if you like, go and go. Oh, look, the you know. They have a mute jammer, so we can't use explosives. Oh, we don't have a Thatcher. Oh, well, now I can change out that the Thatcher. So they were going to implement some really stupid things that were going to break the game, in my opinion. They were going to make the game just completely pointless, a bit like Overwatch. Overwatch started fun and then just turned to utter garbage. And it looked like Siege was going that way. Thankfully, they listened to the community, it looks like, and they went, Nope, we're not putting those in. It's It's going to ruin the flow of the game. Um, so yeah, the DLC is not bad. It's, 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 it's not a bad one to launch the new year. Um, it's not overly great. Flores doesn't add a lot of stuff, but Flores is a somewhat welcome addition that provides distractions when need be and you know can fuck people up if they're just hiding in a corner. Or it can flush people out of a corner. So if you're trying to rush into a room and you know someone's sitting around that corner... If you throw in one of those drones and activate the explosive, they have to run out of that corner, otherwise they're going to die. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's good for that. Uh, I would give it a 3.5 out of 5, so yeah, 7 out of 10.
0: Yeah, nice. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, look, I, I think it's one of those things. Like they,
0: I think you've mentioned that a couple of times with some of the new... Uh, operators that they've had over the last sort of few releases that they don't really add so much on their own but I think it's all those, just those little variations that you get with this game, so there's small variations to things that people have done previously or operators that operate uh, in in different ways and it's just that slight variation, you're never quite sure what to expect, so I think that keeps people on their toes constantly
1: which is a really, a a good thing to to get right in some games Yeah, yeah, it's something that you want it to change the you wanted to change how the game works. Well, if you introduce an operator that does fucking nothing, it's like, well, what's the point of adding him? He he honestly does nothing. Like it, yeah. he doesn't change how the game rolls. So yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. Well, yes. there we go.
0: Thank you for that, buddy. It's uh, I'm excited that you're uh, continuing to enjoy uh, the Siege DLC season six. Now is it? Is that the one? Yeah, year six. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. So it's been going for a while. Motherfucker. That's pretty cool. Um, look, let's talk about the big one that we're here to talk about this week, though. It is Outriders. I had to double-check that name a uh, couple of times. I've, I've been calling it Outrangers, Outridden. Outrangers, like, Outlander. Yeah, lo- lots of different things uh, over the past week, just because it is that immemorable of a name. Um, but yes, we've been playing Outriders in this past week. Uh, if you do have public service announcement, if you do have Games Pass, it is available on Games Pass. Um, so you can check this out for free on your well for the price of your subscription on Games Pass, um, and I would highly recommend doing that <laughs> before we get into the review. Uh, Duty, do you want to just give us a bit of an overview as to what the fuck Outriders is?
1: Yeah, Outriders. Um, it is a game by a studio. People can fly, so they previously have done games on uh, Bulletstorm, the underrated Bulletstorm from 2011, uh, and they did usable no, the no, no. <laughs> That is not underrated. That game is fucking great. It's stupid and oh, amazing. yeah, and yeah, fantastic. it's great. But like, yeah. not
0: many people know about it. That's that's why it's fucking underrated. I, look, um, I, I think it got under promoted, maybe. But yeah, it is it is exactly as rated as you want it to be. It's so stupid but great. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So they did they did that. They also did Gears of War Judgment, which mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I haven't played since yeah. originally released. Yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll go back to it. I'll I'll go back to it. Um, But it is essentially a third-person Gears of War style-based cover shooter, but also a mixture of uh, the Destiny 2 and Division 2 in regards to its online mechanics and its RPG mechanics. Um, The story is basically Earth has used all of its resources and have sent out two spaceships, uh, into space to go find a new planet to colonise because Earth is Earth Earth's done. Um, one of those spaceships dies, explodes uh, in space, uh, and essentially humanity rests with with your ship, the Flores, which also the same name as the new siege operator. There you go. Um, with that, you arrive on the planet of Enoch. You are sort of setting up a settlement. And you uh, go into a energy storm. From the energy storm, you get uh, you get hit by the energy storm. Uh, security forces turn on you. You take a couple of rounds in the stomach, and you go into cryostasis. So you know medical staff can take care of you because you're frozen. Uh, you wake up 31 years later, a bit like Futurama, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> the world has is, is without the been a- dog. without the dead dog, uh, without a talking robot, um, without the comedy and the good writing. Um, But the world is uh, 31 years later, some characters that you're introduced at the start of the game are still alive and they've evolved. There is a war going on. There's a heap of people called Altered, um, who are people who have been exposed to said energy storms, Mm -hmm. um, and and they have abilities. Uh, And then from there you find out that you have abilities and and you are an outrider with abilities, and it's essentially that's the core story of the game. That's all you need to know because the rest of the game's story is pretty pointless. Non-existent,
0: um, if you ask me. <laughs> it's it's so, like, it, it's like they got all of their lines off the back of, like, a fucking bubblegum wrapper. Like, it's all so stupid. It's all one-dimensional. It's exactly what you would expect it to be and you can skip past any single part of the dialogue and be totally fine with it. Yeah,
1: it, it feels like a script written for a nineteen eighties nineteen nineties Stallone film, but not a yeah. good one. Yeah, um, oh, have you seen a lot of them? There's not a lot of good ones from that era. Yeah, yeah, it it, it feels like over the top. Yeah, uh, Ooh, but it's big. Cool. Uh, it's it, it's it's one of those. The story is this is how I summarise it. I'm I'm currently writing my my script for my video. The story for Outriders is a condom wrapper with the gameplay being the condom. Once you got the gameplay, you drop that wrapper on the floor and you forget about it. Like, yeah. that's that's how this game works. And that, and that's not to say that the game sucks. Fuck no, because I think the gameplay and and the the way this game can be played is fucking great. The story on the other hand, not so much.
0: Um, Yeah, look, to be honest, though, like, I could have done without the first 45 minutes of this game. The Um, prologue? Yeah, the the prologue was just fucking stupid. Just tell me there's magic powers. That's fine. I will believe it. You know, in a world with magic powers and people have alien things shooting out of their fists. Like, just tell me that. Like, you can do that in two minutes. You don't need to go through the whole fucking tutorial level, which was a complete fucking waste of time, to get to the point. I got it. I got the point. I was skipping. I was skipping within the first fucking two or three scenes. I was like, nah, boring. Skip."
1: Yeah, and that is one of the things as well. If you skip the cutscenes, you'll get to a boss fight, and then you'll just go to yourself, "What the fuck? Where did this come from?" <laughs> and look, you know, I'm I'm okay with being mildly surprised that a
0: boss is just suddenly showing up, rather than having to sit through that fucking drivel again.
1: Um, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit the same. There, there is also. <laughs> Not to immediately go into negatives for this game, but any time you start a side mission, you go out into a. There are multiple sort of settings in the game, sort of like how there's multiple planets for Destiny that work as different hub worlds. There's multiple areas that work as hub worlds for the game. Um, and when you set out to go into the quarry or you set out to go into the mountains, there is this pointless cutscene of your character pushing open a door. It's a four-second cutscene of just pushing open a door and he walks out and it's black screen. I'm like, just have the loading screen. I don't care to look at a loading screen for an extra four seconds if I don't have to watch these stupid cutscenes because the game is full of them. It's you jumping over a log. It's you shooting someone in the head and making a weird smoke. The cutscenes last four seconds and they're just pointless. Mm. Um, yeah, and uh, there's, uh, it's got that
0: that that old really old fucking game trope that I hate, where it's a cutscene. Brief walk, another cutscene. Just do yep. one long cutscene. Like if you're gonna do it, just do one big cutscene. I don't fucking need the walk in between the cutscenes.
1: Yeah, it's it's it is frustrating like that. Um, I will say that the combat is very. It, I feel it's very, it's heavily inspired by Gears of War because it's got, you know, when you shoot someone in the head, blood's, you know, spurting everywhere. Um, you, you get that, you know, not the identical sound of the the Gears of War sploosh when you shoot a head, but you get that sort of crunch noise when you shoot them in the head. Um, it is quite gory and especially sort of, eh, it's still the prologue, when you get your, your abilities, um, you are then, you pick a class and that locks you into that class for the whole game. You can change your character's, Face and hair, you can't change their class, you can't change their sex. So you can change everything else. Um, and depending on, of course, what class you pick depends on your gameplay style. Mm. Um, and... It's kind of frustrating if you pick the wrong style and then you have to do the whole prologue again because you go, ah, I didn't like that style. Now, this is one of my big points with this
0: one because all of a sudden they throw you into choosing your particular class of character, but Mm -hmm. they don't do any job of like, other than like some descriptions about what those classes are, of explaining to to you that there are different classes in the lead up to that moment. It's kind of like you just assume knowledge based on nothing like there's no oh by the way here's a big bad guy he's a fucking technomancer and this guy yeah that that, that would have been it it was just all of a sudden you're thrown into this screen where you had to choose a class and then like they tell you you can't change your class it's like whoa 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 whoa. like yeah what am i supposed to i literally paused the game i was messaging you i messaged uh, my brother i messaged i was like looking at videos trying to figure out what the fuck was going on and you shouldn't have to do that in the game because they like even with all the skipping and all the rest of what I was doing there was no context i know there was no context for what these classes were until you get into it and if you're making a game long commitment of 20 something hours to a particular play
1: style, you want to know what the fuck it is <laughs> yeah exactly and it's it is frustrating my first you know character that i made perfect class i'm like sweet he's the best class for me awesome uh played it on the xbox uh, as well i'm like all right cool i'll pick uh i can't remember the, the name of the class. i picked a separate class because pyromancer is my my fucking bread and butter yeah um and I picked the second class i went this fucking sucks i'm like i'm glad i didn't pick this as my initial one because like you just get chewed to shit like it, it just yeah. it didn't work for my play style where it would have been cool if you could test out the powers. like it's, yeah. it's sort of well, like yeah, you get a tease th- of all of them and you you put it into you put your skills into the one class and that's what you do as part of the prolog right that's what you make the
0: prolog about you go okay here's four different styles or four different sets of powers that you could possibly you know have which one do you want to choose so uh, for the, for those of you who don't know, they've got uh, so the, the class types. are Devastator, who's your, your tank, essentially. Um, Big rock got, boy. Yep, that's right. Uh, you got the Pyromancer, who lights things on fire. Uh, you've got the Technomancer, who is your sniper um, slash... Sniper and gadgets, yeah. ...turrets and things like that. And the Trickster, who does a bunch of stuff with like physics and jumps around the screen and uses kind of... It's ba- cool basically like Doctor
1: magic. Manhattan and... Um uh dr strange yeah (laughs) well you can you can teleport around the map and deal damage so like you go in you fuck them up you get out because if you stay in the combat you'll get fucked up yeah um and they have this giant dome that they can put down and i originally thought it was like oh cool it's like a big fucking defensive shield dome but like no it slows down time for anything that enters it yeah so when enemies are shooting you you see the bullets slow down like matrix style in the tunnel and this dome and i'm like "Eh, that's kind of cool i get that but seeing other players use that it's abilities incorrectly as well just fucking frustrates the shit out of you
0: yeah and that's uh, look um, it's it's really interesting to see how all of the skills mix together there are so once you pick your your class there are a bunch of different skills that you can have within those classes which are pretty cool but pretty much the starting skill sets i think that you get the first three that you unlock are pretty much the only ones you're ever going to want they're pretty amazing um they're, they're but there are you know ways that you can customize your character later on uh through experience points and all the rest of it um, you can play it solo or as a crew. Um, it's, it's really interesting to see uh, the different, like how gameplay changes when you're playing with other people as well. Um, so I built my, my character to kind of solo everything and then I played with some randoms. And it was just, it was really interesting to see how that gameplay uh, changes up. So you, ch- you change from being just this have to do everything to how do I support my teammates to actually win
1: this one. Yeah, exactly. I, I I will say Outriders is a hundred percent made to be played with friends or online with a crew because playing solo it's 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 eating a cake by yourself. It can be done, it's better when you share it with a friend. Look, what's um, wrong
0: with eating a cake by yourself, Teddy? Like what are you saying? What are you saying? That's that's very
1: accusatory, mate. Like I'm I, saying whoever eats a whole cake by themselves.
0: I'm not going to take this shit, all right? I'm going to stand up for people who want to eat a cake by themselves, all right?
1: Motherf- Can that's- you stand up? Can you stand up?
0: <laughs> You're a racist. Um, <laughs> no, um, yes, uh, look, it, it, I will say yes. It, it is a game that's meant to be played with other people. Um, I'm going to call it out right now because I have, we have to talk about this. It just mm-hmm. reminds me of The Division. So this everything about this game reminds me of the division um, mm-hmm. the cover shooting the uh, gear collection um, the combat like all the, all of it just makes me think of the division and every time I think of the division and how well they do that game I look I like I just the comparisons immediately come into place here and I just go oh they just didn't do it quite as well it's just the division with classes um, it's <laughs> I kind of don't like having a class system for these ones. I would prefer Well, the division it. did have a class system. It did, but not in not in such a I suppose restrictive way as this one. If you know what yes. I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I'll you, give know, that. Yeah. you can only have certain weapon types and you can only do this thing and it's better if you have this one and it, it, it just it just kind of yeah, it felt like you are Push down a specific pathway. And yeah, I I, don't know, I I would have much preferred to have dabbled into like some of the other powers and done combinations of all of them rather than just having one class specified from the beginning.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a one class specified kind of guy because... Uh, it's, I found it a little. I found it better than Destiny Two because Destiny Two gives you three classes to choose from, but yeah. each class can do the same thing. Yeah. Like yeah, the Titan can put up defensive barriers and oh, oh, and all oh, the look the Warlock can teleport and blink around the map. Isn't that different? Like you can all use the same weapons. You all have a grenade ability. You all have a fucking close range ability. You all have an ultimate. There is no difference between you. If the Titan was solely defensive based that makes sense for me. But it's mm. not. A titan can be attack-based, which, you know, it, that's how they want to set up. Well, with this, it's if you're picking the Devastator class, if you're picking the Rock guy, you are basically going to be the lead fucking hit point for all enemies on you. And I found with, with Outriders, I loved having everyone had their own special abilities. And we were playing it on higher difficulties because if you play it on a higher difficulty, you'll get better gear Baron and legendary. Wards, yeah, so for and so sure. yeah, yeah, Yeah. And with that, we were calling out when are we reloading? What weapons do we have equipped? Who's who's you know, what enemies are we targeting? Are we taking on the boss first or are we taking on the mobs? What are we what are we doing? And I found that really that really works for Outriders and not to say that you sound like a douche, but like you know when you watch, you know, Trailer reveals Like the first trailer reveal For Rainbow Six Siege It's a great trailer The game doesn't necessarily Play like that But the <laughs> guy's are like Yep coming in on your six. Oh, yep I'm coming down the windows Like they're, they're talking like They're actually in the military Yeah And they sound a bit like a douche But when you're playing this game You sort of need to do And on the higher difficulties And if you're with Like-minded friends You need to sort of call out Yep, I'm launching fire. Yep, I've got incendiary rounds. Yep, that guy's that guy's turned to ash, so he can't move for two seconds. Fucking wail on him. Yeah. You need to sort of do that shit because if you're not, then you're just going to be this, you know, jumbled, you know, confused. You're going to be herding cats. You're not going to know what you're doing. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I I like the the dedicated classes uh, and the everyone has a role to play sort of thing rather than. Sure. Everyone can do any- anything. Uh,
0: look, I suppose it does. It does mean that you know it's not just vanilla, and everybody's picking the same thing. So you you kind yeah. of forced to have to you know work with others or find that balance within those teams. Um, so you know you're kind of forced into having one of each of the cl- uh, of,
1: of the characters to make it you know make the most out of the game. Yeah, yeah. And it is it can the whole game can be played for players. Yeah. Um which which is good And when you're playing it with friends or when you're playing it with matchmaking like yourself uh did fuzzy. Um it ramps the game's difficulty up and and uh, respawn points up as well naturally. So you're not going from easy to medium if you're playing with a friend. You're still playing on easy, but instead of there being say 20 enemies, there's now 30 if, if another person joins in. All right, there's now 45. Like yeah. the enemy respawn and the enemy rate is up higher. Um, and I kind of like that as well because the, when you're playing it solo, yeah, you can you can smash out levels fairly comfortably. But when you're playing sort of missions against those monstrous sort of left for dead hordy style creatures, mm. if you've got a fuckload of them running at you, that's where it's like, all right, Pyromancer, just shoot fucking waves of fire at them because they'll just <laughs> get rid of them. And, you know, the tank needs to get all the boss attention. Like, it's yeah. it's... It's got that World of Warcraft nerd aspect to it that I really enjoy with PVE games.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Look, I think there's yeah definite setups that make it a lot more fun, and like yeah, you, know, you can go into those sort of plan out the next big engagement. Um, yeah, to yeah. to really yeah understand what's ha- what's what you want to do and how you're going to go about it. Um, it's it's interesting playing it solo as opposed to playing with the team. Um, you do get into situations where like you you have those you know the zombie hordes essentially. Coming at you, they and they like they all just target you, so you just have to go hell for leather, (laughs) get the most amount of rounds coming out at any one time just to do damage in a big area. It's quite a lot of fun, Um, yeah. Yeah, and look, I've I've found like initially, I found some of the combat to be challenging, but I will say within the first couple of hours of playing the game, you will develop a, a like you'll be comfortably skilled enough to play uh to play the game where you won't feel threatened by anything and it just becomes how intense each of the battles are
1: yeah just in, from there it's like all right well you, you're obviously smashing it do you yeah. want to turn the difficulty up the characters you know the enemies will be three levels higher than you but you'll you'll get a legendary at the end of each mission or something yeah. like that yeah um yeah so yeah it, it 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 is a it's 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 an interesting thing it's a game that's you know of course being uh distributed by Bandai Namco they of course did um the Avengers game that game initially released, I would say, somewhat poorly. Um, I got a bug where I couldn't finish the core campaign. I would uh, say that's yeah. a poor release. I've, um, I've heard that
0: that's uh, that's you're not the only one. That's a fairly significant one that's been uh, witnessed yeah. by a lot of different people. Yeah,
1: yeah, they, they did they did patch that out for Avengers, but you know that was still two weeks of me going, okay, I need to review this, of course, for the show, mm. and I can't finish the main the last level. Um, but comparing games like Division, like Destiny 2, like somewhat Avengers, which is a third-person sort of version of this in a way, it's launched better. Um, I, I'd heard that, of course, the, the open beta they released, it ran awfully, it ran buggy, the frame rates were crap. Um, playing this on a PC, the first level or the first hub world sort of thing that you're in, I was like, oh, yeah, the frame rate's not great. It's, it's, it's you know, th- this is a new computer that I've bought and it's bugging out. And then when I got to the next the second zone, Everything was smooth as butter. Like it was, mm. it was, it was just that initial area, and then from there, it just it got better, it got harder, it got more intense, it got prettier, uh, yeah. and stuff like that. From there,
0: yeah. Look, I, I think there's there's a for me. I'm finding this game to be a bit of a like a, visually a bit of a jumble. Um, okay. So there's a lot of a lot of mess. You're in these sort of you know rundown areas, and there's you know garbage everywhere, and it's kind of it, it's a visu- It just becomes drowned out when you're in the middle of combat. Um, uh, so that's, that's a bit, a bit of a letdown for me. Um, like bugs and like how it operates wise, I don't, I'm not finding any specific bugs at this point, but I will say that the transition between like, your equipment menus and, and like regular gameplay, like if you're just like pausing to try and figure something out, takes a little bit too long. On I was the- thinking the
1: exact same thing. Now, it's, it's too long going from combat to your inventory to change out a weapon.
0: And that's, that becomes a problem when you're like you know, regular games, if you're, you're pausing it, the gameplay stops. But in this game, because it's live and everything's going on, it doesn't pause. So the game still continues to go on. So you can't just quickly change things out. You literally have to wait for a time where you know things are quiet, and then do the changes that you need to do, you know, equipment upgrades, all the rest of it, and then you know get into that next part. So it's a little bit disjointed, and you know it, it, that goes for load times. It goes for uh, restarting the game, like when you if you power down the you know just it into power saving mode and then quickly restart it actually takes a really long time to sort of realize that you've restarted the game and connect you to an online environment so you know a couple of those things are just painfully slow and have been done better in other games and that's yeah you know, those are the ones that really get me like it's when you go well you know i see the menu system that you're using it's the same as you know 50 other you know rpgs of the same uh, same type they do it better what, you know what's what's drawing me to this one and that's you know that's a little bit frustrating, but I do love how they um, they've got some really cool uh, combinations of armor sets and weapon sets and uh, the different power ups they've got are really interesting and can make or break your gameplay. So you know you get you make some really interesting choices about how those all balance together. And you know, as a as a loot man who loves collecting loot and finding weapons and getting all those balances right, it's one of my favorite parts of games. I love doing those things, like you know, just finding something that works for you. So you know, you end up with a bunch of guns that are way underpowered because you know, in in you know, damage output, but have some amazing buffs and uh, and other things that go along. So I like those elements to it, and there's also the customization and crafting stuff that you can do as well later on. Um, but I've found that to be Less um, intuitive, I would say, if that makes sense. It's it just make it's an effort to do all of that stuff. So you know, while the yeah, while there there yeah. is a
1: bit of a learning curve for the for that sort of stuff because yeah. you you can <clears throat> unlike Destiny Division, you know, basically any other game like this. Yeah. Um, instead of having to constantly dismantle or sell the gear when you get new shit, because, ah, that one's better, I'll take that one instead. If there's a, like you said, if there is a, a weapon or an item that gives you an awesome perk, like, hey, you get to use this ability twice before it goes into cooldown instead of once, um, you can level up that item and then actually keep that with you the entire game mm. until you, you know, you get one that goes, hey, now you can use it three times instead of two times. Yeah. Uh, and shit like that. So that's what I like compared to other games. And it, it doesn't even necessarily tell you that it, it doesn't. Properly inform you that you can do that, but it is a yeah. You can you can level up your old gear or you know your current legendary gear so that when you get to a later on in the end of the game, you've still got it if you still want to use it, or you know something better might be you know a step up in regards to its perk systems. Yeah, um, and you can change out the perks as well. So like you know when you play Destiny and you'll have like oh you know automatically reloads auto rifles so you don't have to reload the gun sweet but if you don't like that gun and you want to use a shotgun instead or whatever it might be instead you can actually change the perks on the weapons as long as you've unlocked the perk and i think that's really cool yeah yeah guy I, uh, I think there's there's
0: some really good stuff in there and i think it's it's hidden away through layers of um, <laughs> you have to wade through a lot of crap to get there, but there are yeah, some good do. systems in there, which
1: is uh, which is. You have to get through so many cutscenes and so many <laughs> questionable dialogue and uh. yeah,
0: yeah. So that's uh, there are some disappointing parts to it. Like I think overall, my experience is just like I just come back to that, like the usability factor of it, and it yeah. just it, it feels slow to use. It doesn't feel as intuitive and intuitive as it needs to be um so so that's where we're at with that but uh look let's let, let's round this out let's give it a review and uh see how we go from there
1: uh buddy we'll go with you first uh look i enjoy the game i think the combat is very very solid it is fantastic when you're playing this game with like-minded people I, i've played it with two separate groups I, of course i've played it with uh ian of course previous uh previous everyone knows ian. i've played it with Ian. um and he's sitting there going, "Bored? It sucks. It's boring. I don't like it." And yeah. it, it changes your experience with the game. Where on the other hand, I've played it with a crew who have been like, "All right, yeah, the, the dialogue fucking sucks. You know, the cutscenes are stupid, but the gameplay is fucking great." And we're playing it, and we're we're enjoying it the way it's meant to be enjoyed. Um, with that, I'm giving it. I'm giving it a four out of five. So eight out of ten. I think I think it's great for for those players who like to play Destiny Division. They get into that sort of style of gameplay. Um, for people who just you know casually pick it up and play it, I would would suggest going in through Game Pass if you have an Xbox. Um, that's that's the best way to dip your toe into basically anything mm. on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I I, I it's going to be a, a keeper install. I think. Excellent. There we go. Uh,
0: look, I'm going to jump on board the Ian train here and say, <laughs> I I I don't know what expectations I had for this up front. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I expected it to be good or expect it to be bad I think I was excited to be playing something new um, you know excited to see this come through and and, and get a good crack um, but from the beginning right through till you know till today I, I don't know if my opinions changed of it I kept expecting it to be better all along okay okay well, if we get through this part things will change but from the the writing to the combat where all of the guns feel pretty samezy. Um, to yeah, you know, just just everything about it. I, I just like the specific classes. I've heard people go down and they've actually gone through and replayed the game in the different classes to to get the full experience. And you know, it would have been nice to be able to you know change it up or mix things up there for me. Just Try so it like, all at the start before you pick. Yeah, exactly right. And I have to wait through <clears throat> forty-five minutes of game to get to a point where I have to pick a class. Um, so you know, I think. There, there was just I, I kept like I said I didn't expect much when it came out. I wasn't yeah, you know, I didn't have any expectations of how good or bad it would be, but I kept expecting it to be better the longer I played, and it never seemed to improve. So for me, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna give this a much lower score <laughs> to reflect that, and I'm gonna say a two point five. Um, uh, yeah, I would. I just want to play the division. It just makes me want to play The Division or Destiny. I, to, like To be honest, I think both of those do this same style of game better um, and have a more established base to, you know, to be able to go out there. I'm glad that this game came for free on uh, Games Pass. I think it'll get a lot more traction because it came through that way um, mm-hmm. and a lot more people will play it. I don't know if they'll get a lot more people buying it specifically outside of that, though, um, based on what I've seen so far so uh yeah i'm gonna give that yeah 2.5 for me um
1: i mean that's that's we all have different scores we and do that's absolutely that's i unlike you when it comes to kong versus godzilla i don't <laughs> i i don't uh, whatever
0: <laughs> oh look no i i think this there's, there's been a lot of really early positive reviews for this game i think um a lot of people really enjoyed it um and I think that's that's really good. Like, if you're enjoying this game, fantastic, well done. I think you know, that's 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 great. Um, but yeah, there are for me there are other better games that that do this exact same thing, and you know I'd rather play those. Like the menu systems. I know it seems like a really petty thing to get caught up on, but it's just those things that just drive me crazy. Like if you can't get a menu transition right. What else in the game is broken? It just annoys me. It's so little, but it makes a big difference.
1: You're not wrong. The menu transition is a a problem. Yeah. Uh, Especially if you're in the middle of a gunfight and you're like, I need to swap to my sniper rifle. (laughs) Oh, no, I've
0: I've accidentally pushed the menu button. (laughs)
1: Let
0: me wait 10 seconds while it loads.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, without over-exaggerating, it is probably one full second going from the game to the inventory screen that's too long especially oh, if it's a live game i i would suggest it's it's more like 2 to 3 seconds but it's it,
0: it's 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 noticeably long there is specific pauses in like the the sound cuts out everything cuts out it just stops and like you you're waiting for the menu to load it's it's a noticeable amount of time and that's not good in a live game so yeah like i said really like I'm nitpicking at specific things here, but that's yeah, that bugs the shit out of me.
1: Yeah, that's a fair. That's a fair uh, nitpick. There we go.
0: Well, look, um, that's it for us this week. Uh, we will be back to nitpick the fuck out of other games <laughs> in our next episode. Um, yeah, I'm, Subverse, uh, <laughs> baby, Subverse. <laughs> so yeah, Subverse, and uh, and hopefully, Oddworld. World. I want to I want to get through that one as well. That looks like a lot of fun. Um, I have been your host Fuzzy Dan reminding you that if your menu pauses take more than 1.5 seconds,
1: the game is broken. And this is duty reminding you to play with each other, especially if you're playing outright with a like-minded team, or play with yourself if you're playing subburst. <laughs>